On this episode of the Film Optics Podcast, we're going to talk about the new Venom sequel title that was released this week. We also have more HBO Max news that we'll be diving into, and a Star Wars female-led series is coming to Disney+. Plus. And welcome back to Film Optics, where we bring you the headline hot takes of entertainment news. I'm your host, Christian, and we will be talking. <laughs> I'm messing that up so bad. We're going to be talking about film, TV, and everything pop culture related. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host and my good friend, Devin. How are you doing today, man? It's another Thursday, week in- which means it's almost Friday. I know. I wish today was Friday. I was like, ugh, work was dragging on. Like, and we got all some sports day. to look forward to for once. Yeah, NFL draft is coming up, and I, and I, I didn't know it was happening. My friend texted me. He's like, "Hey, man, you watching the draft?" I'm like, "What draft?" He's like, "NFL draft." I'm like, "Bro, it's too early in the year for NFL draft." <laughs> he it somehow, was like, somehow didn't get delayed. Somehow did not get delayed. I mean, I maybe they're taking a different approach to it this year, but I'm I look, very I look forward su- to multiple technical difficulties. Oh yeah, <laughs> unless it's just one guy reading off like a stream on YouTube, like in his house or something, they would still mess that it, up. <laughs> and then all they like all cut the over to right. Oh well, my gosh! Well, boomers know best, apparently, but. <laughs> Um, and before we begin today's topics, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, YouTube, Podbean, and iHeartRadio. So it's a lot of fun. But we got a lot to talk about today. There is this buzzing news. For, for us being in quarantine, there is a lot going on. So I don't know, but uh, we got a lot of. Uh, I guess we'll we'll uh, we'll start with the uh, the HBO Max news. There was a lot yeah. dropped this week, so uh, we'll just kind of dive into it. I know J.J. Abrams is one of your favorite directors of all time, and apparently he has three projects in the works at HBO Max: uh, a uh, major Justice League dark series, uh, a Shining spinoff uh, called Overlook revolving uh around the infamous hotel in the film obviously and a movie called duster involves a mafia getaway driver set in the 70s i mean sounds yes. pretty cool they, they all sound a certain level of intriguing not like oh yeah i'm so excited like okay it could be good <laughs> do you think there'll be any kisses of appreciation or kisses of gratitude and this justice league series <laughs> oh if there is i'm turning it off <laughs> this is I, I love the rise of skywalker is it a perfect movie no but the one thing that just doesn't get me is that kiss it made no sense it's awful like, like everyone's like oh you know like oh it's Raylo. i'm like i mean i wouldn't really say there was much like th- there might have been some level of attraction but it wasn't enough to warrant a kiss and they never really expressed their feelings until that time so it's like it's not like you know an empire strikes back you know there's back and forth between leia and han 
more so than there is between Luke and Leia. Like Luke's just like, oh, she's beautiful. Blah, 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 blah. But whatever. <laughs> it's just weird stuff. But um, I know you are very excited for HBO Max, as well as a lot of people out there. I think, I think so, we both um, are. Yeah, we, we, we both are. But uh, um, May, do you want to take... May 27th. Mark your calendar. That's yeah. when HBO Max launches. <laughs> I am so excited for this man. Let's let's just let's just dive in because I'm. Uh, they, they they released a lot of um trailers as well, but I believe you said you have AT and T, right? Yeah. So for everyone who doesn't know, um, HBO Max is offering a free promotion for AT and T customers, and I believe that does transfer over to Directv because Directv is also part of AT and T. So we'll kind of have to like wait and see uh, there, but uh, let's just go through the, uh, the launch date. We already said it's May 27th of this year and the prices and shows of what to expect. So pretty much uh, bottom line, HBO max is going to cost $15 a month when rolls out on the 27th uh, compared to Disney plus and Peacock, which is around, well, I think Peacock is free. And then Disney Plus is around seven bucks, um, so it it is a bit of a spike. But with the content that's showing there, or what you know that's going to be on there day one, I I feel like it's worth it. Um, I mean, Disney Plus is easily the easy, the better deal, but I don't know what 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 are your thoughts? I mean, that's it's the, what the price is currently, isn't it for HBO? Uh, for HBO now, yes, but if you have HBO Go like moi <laughs> um i believe we will get it for free but yes hbo now is the same price as hbo max but i think you get hbo max uh at no extra charge if you already have an hbo now subscription which is pretty much all the same stuff but max has more yeah it's, it's nice i think i mean i'm a, i'm an at&t customer so i'm guessing i can just like Hop on, get it for free, hopefully. hopefully yeah, I don't hopefully. Have to make a purchase, like with <laughs> or Quibi. <laughs> Thank God, Quibi was free. <laughs> I haven't but, even yeah. opened it. I I have not. It. No, I've not opened it since. I've not opened it since we did our review of Quibi. Quibi, and if you're interested. And you know, finding out what is all the hubbub about Quibi, you can listen to our review. Just putting in that plug right there. But I think since you have HBO, since you have AT and T, excuse me, you'll get the first year for free. It looks like sounds good to me. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of places have been doing that, especially with Apple TV Plus. Well, theirs was a little bit more of a caveat. You had to buy a new Apple device or products in order to get a year for free so quote unquote free i mean it is for free it's just an added on bonus but um, i know we both uh kind of dove into that around the same time because um i I believe you got a new phone at that time or something and i think i picked up an an actual apple tv uh myself because my (laughs) my uh uh, Amazon Fire TV is uh, kind of messing up on me, so I miss those. I miss those free days, man. <laughs> Terrarium TV. They need a new uh, one so bad. They really. It was so perfect. Was oh my gosh, it was so perfect. But 
this bears the question, you know, since HBO Max is $15, and we know that, let's say, the average people pay for Netflix is around 15 bucks as well. And there's there's a lot of shows that are coming day one for HBO Max, which is actually pretty cool. And I saw this one guy tweet uh, pretty much a few of the shows that are coming out. And I'll name a few here. Uh, obviously, Game of Thrones, West uh, Westworld, Dark Knight, Joker. Pretty much anything DC or, you know, Looney, Looney Tunes related will be there. Uh, Friends is going to be on there. So everyone's itching to watch Friends for the upteenth time. It's going to be there. Uh, the Big Rick, Bang Theory. Rick and Morty, was, right? Yeah. South Park. Yeah. Right? Rick and Morty, Chernobyl. I, pretty much, every you know, all of HBO's. I think even Impractical Jokers is going to make an appearance Ooh, on there. Ooh. I'm very interested for that. And The Iron Giant. <laughs> not a disney Classic movie stuff. unlike what uh i think it was either ken jack or trill thought it was a disney movie that's pretty funny yeah i know i well for the longest time when i was younger i thought it was too because it's like you made me dream all you know dreamworks had their animated which their older stuff is very very good not saying their new stuff isn't but it's kind of like when we were kids like anything we saw cartoon animated style we just assumed were disney because that was the powerhouse back then and still is and um also i believe for hbo max it does i think it bundles country roll in there as well i think there is a bundle with that and no extra charge so for all you anime fans out there as of myself all the uh hail miyazaki films the studio ghibli films will also be on hbo max i'm very excited for that even though i already own own them on blu-ray i think that's I, i think it's a great you know nice little outlet for that but um yeah and there i mean there's a few of their uh they also dropped a few of their um i guess you can see their original shows uh they don't look that good but i mean a- anything you think that you're going to be checking out it's it's hard to tell with the original ones without like getting recommendations from other people or seeing trailers yeah. Well, we'll be there to review it day one or week one because you got to spend a little bit of time with it. But uh, so I guess out of everything that they are um, pumping out, what would be like one of like what's like the first thing you think you're going to just like hop to kind of just try out? It's, it's kind of random, but I keep hearing about this this Harley Quinn uh, cartoon show. So I might, oh, uh, I hear I might check that out. I heard it's really. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I actually hear that's very good. Uh one of my friends, Tyler Calvert, um, over at Cinemania, he's been reviewing um, pretty much every single episode from the season, from each season. So um, if you go ahead and check out his uh, YouTube uh, his YouTube channel, uh, Tyler Calvert, it's in the name. So that that is his, uh, his the name of his channel. But I, I hear it's pretty good. We actually might have to review that one, Devin. It looks interesting. Yeah. It's about time we get some nice DC action in here. But um, I believe that does it pretty much for all the HBO news. If you have HBO Go, um, I do believe that you will have access to HBO Max as well. Um, I read this a little bit. um, uh, It's farther down this um, article here that we found through uh, CNET. So uh, generally speaking, HBO Now and HBO Go are nearly the same products. So uh, HBO Go will be available. Well, you'll get HBO Max if you have HBO Go. 
Uh, you'll get at HBO Max for free. But I believe it's only with certain um, uh, cable providers, such as DirecTV, uh, Charter, or AT&T. So I believe it's only for those if if you have HBO go through those services if not you'll just have to pay the extra 15 bucks but i think we spend enough time on hbo max so we'll have a review on that when it comes out may 27th so let's get into some uh some comic book news Devin, you want to start us off with like the this, now this, this is some pretty big news here i'm not sure uh, if you're be able it, to contain is, yourself is it even comic book isn't it like <laughs> kids well like okay, young, so young when, adult fiction novels. Well, well, when I was making the template originally, I was gonna have like a Disney section, and then I was like, "Oh, this is making a comic book news section." So, okay, technically, this next piece of news is not comic book related, but it is Disney related. And All then, right. comic book news. B- Boo Fast Harry Potter is coming to Disney Plus on June twelfth. <laughs> Artemis Fowl. Artemis Fowl. Harry Potter Men in Black lord of the rings style movie that was supposed to hit i think the end of may i can't remember what its original release date was but it was supposed to come out soon but disney made the option or made the decision to just push this onto disney plus um i know devin's been talking about it non-stop he keeps tweeting about it i can't can't wait (laughs) but um Are you going to watch it though? If I have to. <laughs> but you know, you should be watching Clone Wars. And I'm telling you, all you have to do, and they even said this on the Lights Camera Barstool, all you have to do is watch the last four episodes. Because it's it's like a giant movie. It's it's it's, it's a four-parter. And it is getting good, Devin. I'm telling you. We shall I'm gonna try see. to convince you. I'm gonna keep convincing you because we actually have something in the works. For Star Wars as well, we might have a few special guests coming on for uh, the Star Wars Clone Wars season seven. So, just wanted to throw that out there. I'm, 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 well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get you to, to watch it, at least, at least the last four because those, those are the most four important. Those, this is what we, what we've been waiting for. But um, I'll take the next bit, uh, bit of news here really quick. So. Apparently, Marvel Phase 4 has a mystery movie coming out in 2022. And this comes from Screen Rant. And apparently, everybody thinks it's going to be Blade, which makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Especially with, um, especially with, you know, all of the, excuse me, all the MCU movies have been, you know, pretty much swapping playing uh musical chairs with each other taking each other's spots so it's 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 pretty interesting since you know black widow got pushed back to november early november this year and so on and so forth with everything else so that's pretty much what everyone thinks it's going to be or do you think it's going to be something else Devin, such as x-men maybe or fantastic fur who knows i mean all these delays who knows what marvel's planning currently just gotta trust trust king kevin king and feige we trust (laughs) seriously though (laughs) because i mean i don't know what's gonna happen i don't don't know how they do it especially with all this shit that's going on i don't know how they plan it all out well it it might be like early early like pre-production or something like that it has to be maybe i don't know 
But anyways, our, our good pal Amy Pascal, just a giant Spider-Man annoyance. <laughs> She's revealed, of course, that the, the third title in the MCU Spider-Man trilogy will also include the word home. And uh, yeah. good, good good follow on Twitter, Brandon Davis BD. He suggested uh, Spider-Man 3 Home Invasion, which I definitely agree would be a great title. Yeah, I think this is. I I honestly don't know what else. I'd like to throw in do. Home Alone into the into the hat. Maybe they could <laughs> use that. I'm, I'm I was going to say- to play a villain. It could be a good like, <laughs> goblin or something. Oh my god, <laughs> Spider Man Home Alone. I was actually going to go with Spider Man Work from Home. Now that his identity's been, you know, revealed to the world, this is the the home is the only place he feels safe, and he has to somehow save the world with Ned, the guy in the chair. And <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's going to be, I mean, you know, we've seen so many memes, Spider-Man home on the range. And I, I but I, I think Spider-Man, I don't think it would be called Spider-Man three home invasion. I think it would just be called Spider-Man. Yeah, they didn't add a two. Home, for, um, yeah. Home. For, yeah. Or homecoming. So, I mean, I get, you know, it's because it's kind of like if they, you know, if, if they, for whatever reason, throw three in there, because for God knows whatever reason, Sony just sucks sometimes at naming these films. It, it would mean it would kind of make it seem that they don't know whether like, should we just call it Spider-Man three or just give it like a different title? And it's just the third installment. But speaking <laughs> of naming, next- naming things terribly and so yes. This is very, very terrible. I absolutely, it just doesn't make any sense. And it's just uh, like, I like a lot of things Sony does, but there's a lot of things I don't like. Majority of other things that Sony does when it comes to some of this, it's, it just doesn't make any sense. So Venom 2 officially is titled Venom, Let There Be Carnage. It's definitely and it's actually, on, on the nose. Yeah. It, there's got to be carnage. <laughs> As uh, Woody Harrelson said at the end credits of Venom 1, or Venom. So uh, it's officially titled Venom Let There Be Carnage, and it will have a official, its official new release date was supposed to come out this year. Now it's coming out as of June 25th, 2021. I don't... Which is within it. three weeks of Spider-Man 3, unless that gets delayed. Right. So that's going to be pretty interesting. Some people are suggesting... Sinister Six, but I don't really like this whole, oh, you know, um, Spider-Man can be a part of the MCU, but, you know, for Disney, but Disney can't use any of Spider-Man's villains because Sony wants to hold on to them. But in order to obviously make this work, they it, it's it's kind of like it's one way connected to the MCU in a way because Spider-Man's part of the MCU, but is Disney even are they able to use Spider-Man's villains minus I mean yeah, we, we got Vulture and Homecoming, but it's really weird because we we see um we see tombs in um what is is it Morbius? He's in Morbius, right? Or is that in Venom 2? Morbius. Morbius. It, it honestly, might as well just be the same freaking movie. But it's it's really weird. I I, I I don't know. It's just not my favorite thing 
in the world because I mean, yeah, we, we got Spidey back, but it's like, oh, you know, it just seems that Sony is like trying to ride on the coattails of the MCU. And I'm not a big fan of that, but I mean, I don't know. I just, I just wish that Marvel can get the film rights that Spider-Man back because I'm kind of tired of all this stuff. And I mean, if they're going to do Sinister Six, that's fine. But I'd rather have uh, Marvel handle it over Sony because yeah, a lot of Sony. The rumor that Spider-Man Three is going to have the Sinister Six. Yeah. So I mean, we'll 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 have to wait and see, and hopefully we get some Daredevil action in there as well. My, uh, but my, my my hot take is that I'm actually looking forward to Venom Two. Oh God. Two two words for you, <sighs> Andy Circus. He, he okay. could be the the thing that changes it all for for Venom. He could be the game changer. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough there. But I'm just not, I don't know, man. It's, it's something about it. It just bumps me out. And I, I don't know what it is. And, you know, I'm not trying to, like, throw shade on Sony, even though I have in the past. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's like I have a love-hate relationship with Sony. But um, <laughs> we'll just have to see, man. Because hopefully, uh, you know, uh, Spider-Man 3 doesn't get delayed. But, I mean... Am I going to go see Venom? Of course I'm going to go see Venom too. But, you know, everyone on Twitter is saying it should have been Venom Maximum Carnage, which makes sense. Definitely but I have a, off the tongue better. It really does. But I have a feeling, and I've watched a few videos about this, that they're going to save Maximum Carnage for the third title. I feel like this is going to be a trilogy because for whatever it reason, no you know. Sense. It makes no sense, but I mean, they—I mean, Spider-Man had to—they had to reboot uh, Spider-Man. That's how we got the Amazing Spider-Man because a part of you know Sony's deal when Marvel sold the film rights to Sony before they went bankrupt like eons ago or you know decades ago was that they had to make a new Spider-Man movie within a certain amount uh, within a certain amount of years or else they would lose the properties. The film rights and it would go back to Marvel. That is literally how we got the reboot of the Amazing Spider-Man one and two. So it's like, but you know, I'm I'm glad that Sony and Marvel are you know playing nice because I'd rather have Tom Holland or any anyone as of right now, unless you know someone else comes along later on to uh, take the mantle. But do you think it's time yeah. for a Marvel convention? Don't do you I think, think it's time for nice. a Marvel convention? I don't know. I think it is, to be completely honest, especially not even because everything that's going on, but just because it's like they could drop some Disney Plus trailers. They can give us some Eternals footage for the first time. Exactly. Be a nice little event. Yeah. Like, honestly, just adopt the Nintendo Direct style. What Nintendo does for everyone who isn't much of a gamer uh, the way Nintendo relays information to its fan base or to um, its consumers is that they pretty much create a video. They, they live stream a pre-recorded video, and sometimes they last between, uh, I'd say, maybe 15 to 20 minutes, sometimes 30, depending on what's coming out. You know, they announce it beforehand. Hey, you know, this is Nintendo Direct. It's going to be live on YouTube, live on Twitch, blah, 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 blah. We uh, hope to see you there. So they they kind of just that's how they relay their information. They don't have to go to E three, even though Nintendo technically still goes for you know trying out for for like the booths and whatnot, the the aftermath after the um, 
the conferences happen. But I, I think this is great. What, what about you? Yeah, I hope it happens. I don't know if there's any actual word of it being a thing, but it would be smart for them to do it. It really would, especially since, um, <laughs> especially since um, <clears throat> San Diego Comic Con is canceled this year. It just, I mean, e- even even if they had, even if they wanted to have their own convention outside, I think it might be a little bit smarter just to, you know, relay all that information online. It saves them a lot of time and it saves them a lot of money. And a lot, like like I said, we actually, you know, we learned earlier that, you know, this is Sony's second year. Uh, they were not planning on going to E3. Uh, Jeff Keighley, the host of the Game Awards, um, the Game Awards show, he pulled out the first time within, you know, the first like 25 years of going to E3 because he didn't really like the way that it was, uh, you know, the way that they wanted to portray it moving forward. And I mean, a lot of places are pulling out. So it's like, does it really make sense? But I think Marvel could have their own convention. And but maybe, let's be honest. Maybe at this convention, they can uh, do this little Avengers pick your team game that's been running wild on Twitter. Yeah. what Kevin, Kevin Feige's dream team would be. I would love to see what Kevin Feige's dream team was. I think the Russo brothers did this, but we're going to play a little game here for everyone. So me and Devin both have $15 to build our own. There there was like some background. There was like a really boof version that I think it was entertainment weekly put on their Twitter. It had the values way. It had Scarlet, Witch as $2. It had black widow as $5. Like everything (laughs) was just so off. Scarlet Witch is worth way more. (laughs) Our boys over at Lice Camera Barstool kind of fixed it for him and made a much better version. Right. (laughs) Like, a thousand times better. Like, thank God. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to play a little game here. Uh, we both have $15 to build our own Avengers. We must pick five. Uh, so I'll just read off um, the rows here really quick. In the $5 row, we have Thor, Hulk, Scarlet Witch, Doctor Strange, and Captain Marvel. Uh, the $4 row, we have Iron Man, Spider-Man, Loki, Vision, and Black Panther. Uh, third dollar row will be Captain America, the Winter Soldier, Gamora, uh, Quicksilver, and Nebula. Uh, $2 range is Drax, the Wasp, Groot, Ant-Man, Rockets, and the $1 range is Black Widow, Star-Lord, Falcon, Hawkeye, War Machine. <laughs> Who's choosing Quicksilver? That's what I want to know. I really like <sighs> Quicksilver's character, but he sucked in the MCU. I like see. I think he deserved more than what he got because I actually liked him in the MCU. But I really in wish the, he in the X Men movies. Died. He was awesome. MCU, he was not. You awesome. see, I like this version of Quicksilver better than the X Men movies. I don't know why. Not trying to throw any shade towards the X Men uh, Quicksilver, but I don't know. But I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll let you go first, Devin. What are you taking? I'm feeling. I'm feeling the, the OG three. Thor, Iron Man, Captain America, right off the bat. You get those three pretty formidable team there. Okay, okay. I'll I'll throw in Ant-Man for comedic relief and size ability. He can do some tricks. And then give me Falcon just because he's Give you Falcon. And he is also kind of Captain America, so you get two Captain Americas. Okay, so you got Thor, Iron Man, Captain America, Ant-Man, and Falcon for your $15 squad there. 
Oh man, you are, <laughs> this is tough. So I'm actually going to go with my girl, Scarlet Witch. $5 strongest Avenger by far. I mean, we all know this. I'm going to go with Scarlet Witch. Um, you see, I, I really wanted to go with Scarlet Witch vision combination, but I can't leave my boy Spider-Man out. So I'm going to get, I'm, I'm going to give one to, to my boy Spider-Man as well. I'm also going to go with, mm, give me Nebula. And so Scarlet. Yeah. I mean, she, she's a fighter. She's, she's vicious and she's actually one of my favorite, I think she's my favorite. She could also turn on you and turn you into Thanos. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. But I'm going to take my chances with her. <laughs> so I got Scarlet Witch, Spider-Man, uh, Nebula. And since you went with Ant-Man, I'm going to go with, give me the Wasp. I mean, I do love Groot, Drax. And Rocket, don't get me wrong, but I feel like in order for this team to, I don't know, you know, work well together, you need a level-headed person, and I feel like a Wasp is. And give me, uh, for the $1, I'm going to go with the... Give me Black Widow. Yeah, she's she's only $1 a year, unlike the $5 one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely give me Black Widow. So... I got Scarlet Witch, Spider-Man, Nebula, the Wasp, and Black Widow. So Spider-Man is the only male, but <laughs> hey, that's okay. <laughs> and I had no females, so <laughs> God damn it. I'm not just, I'm not woke. You're sexist. <laughs> not woke. <laughs> no, I just I, I mean, hey, I mean, if if I were gonna second round, I would have ch- chose Doctor Strange, but I, I I love me some Scarlet Witch. So I don't know. But yeah, so <laughs> We just wanted to play that little game with now, you guys. Now that we played this game, we get to try to see which one's going to die in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah, that is very true. Um, so apparently James Gunn uh, revealed that someone will die in Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Um, I feel like I don't by, know who... by him saying this, he's kind of... I feel like it won't be like a big character because why would he spoil it? I feel like it's just going to be some like minor character. Watch it be Thor. <laughs> Like I can't, I can't imagine it being someone big. Why would you say it so far in advance? Yeah, I honestly okay. If 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 it is someone big, I'm going to say it's going to be. Um, give me Rocket. No Nebula. Aren't, aren't there, yeah, aren't there aren't there multiple Gamoras? Can we kill one of them? Because yeah, like, that is. I know the wait though. I don't even know. It's it's well no so so. Gamora from their time is in from, our time now and doesn't know yeah. the other guardians. And right. And the original Gamora, the original Gamora is like dead, dead because she sacrificed herself for the soul stone. Yeah. I don't think that gets reversed because that was pre snap. That was like pre pre snap. So she's like dead, dead. <laughs> yeah. Even though this is technically the same Gamora, but I don't know. I mean, like, do you, do you, so do you think it, it would be Gamora? So they killed off Groot in the first one. They killed off Yondu in the second one. Mm. And his dad, Ego. Um, I don't know. I mean, they didn't technically Maybe. kill Groot because he came right back. Yeah. I mean, I mean they, could kill, Groot, they could kill Groot. They could Groot again. Just give him another restart. <laughs> <laughs> and the, just a, a tinier version. And baby Groot lives on. <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, t- totally, totally could. I don't know. I, I would probably say someone with weights. It might be Nebula, to be completely honest. But because, you know, you got Star Lord's uh, Star Lord still looking for Gamora. I mean, I, out of those main, I mean, I, I, th- I think it might be Nebula for sure. She just seems like the person, you know, to kind of, you know, atone for what she's done. And you're like, yeah, she's a crappy person, but she's pretty kick-ass at the same time. <laughs> but, you know, who else is kick-ass? Batman. <laughs> the and Batman. apparently, <laughs> the Batman. So apparently, um, co- uh, one of the co-writers from the- Matt Reeves' Batman said that uh, Batman actually... Uh, the Batman, excuse me, is going to be pushed back to October because it quote unquote suits the mood. So I know you're a really big Halloween guy as much, not so as much as me, but I mean, do, do, you, do you think this is, do you think this is a smart move or do you think they should have kept their original release date? I don't think they had much of a choice based yeah, on all right. the shuffling <laughs> that Warner brothers did, but I, I, it could work out nicely for them. It fits the mood. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, yeah, that's right. They right after you know, Marvel did their um, their title, their movie shuffle. Uh, you know, uh, uh, DC Comics decided decided to do their own as well. So somehow, Flash is still coming out. He didn't get canceled enough, I guess. God, I don't, I don't know how that movie's still being made. I mean, if the movie's going to be made, that's fine. But get another just Flash five movie. years too late. <laughs> I really don't like Ezra Miller anyway, so I mean, whatever. I mean, you, I mean, you saw like the way he choked the crap out of that fan. I was like, holy crap! He like, Jesus, dude! Like, chill. <laughs> Come on, Just doing too much, doing way too much. I mean, hey, I mean, if you need attention, there's there's other ways of getting it, pal. So, but yeah, so the new Batman movie is going to be released in October, so that would be pretty sweet. Um, you know, if 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 it suits the mood, then it suits the mood, and we'll just have to wait and see what happens. So hopefully it doesn't get delayed farther past that point. <laughs> or, you know, maybe they'll just save it for next Halloween. <laughs> maybe. But um, so did you want to take this next story uh, really quick before we get into some Star Wars news? Yeah, it looks like a War Machine could be crucial to Captain Marvel 2. They they kind of were setting that up in Endgame. They kind of had the weird little back and Look. forth, like they were doing some things on the side. Who knows? Yeah, man. I was like, okay, okay. I mean, <laughs> it, it does kind of make sense. I don't really know the comic book history, but apparently they do have one. And it's just, where else is War Machine going to go without Iron Man? I mean, yeah, he needs true. somewhere to go unless they just like. Maybe Don Cheadle should lead the Avengers now that now that he's the only one with the iron the, suit. The grizzly old vet. Yeah. <laughs> Next time, baby. <laughs> but like I actually thought this is a really weird theory that I have, and it probably doesn't work out, but I thought for for some reason, you know, when when War Machine and Captain Marvel shared a look in uh Endgame when they're doing like the briefing when she's on another planet. After you know, um, um, after Rocket like comments on her haircut, and I thought that for some reason I thought Don Cheetah was a Cree because 
Like he just had this like blank stare. Yeah, on I, th- his I think face. we both had that theory like a while back before Captain yeah. Marvel came out because we were like, he's got to be a Cree or a even um yeah uh, um yeah. scroll yeah 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 scroll scroll yeah that yeah that's what I was looking for. So I was like maybe maybe that's it because it was just I think so because he, he was he survived, just weird. He survived that long fall somehow. Yeah, Some but alien like, abilities. Like how far? Yeah, like how far does this go back? I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. So, <laughs> all right. Well, that pretty much does it for all of our comic book news here for today. We're gonna get. We have a little bit of Star Wars news here to dive into, and then we'll dive into the rest of our miscellaneous uh, news, uh, just random bits of film news we found, and uh, we have a little bit of game news as well. So that'll be pretty cool. But uh, starting off. I'll take this first one because I'm just going to keep telling people to watch this freaking show until, you know, I'm blue in the face. But Star Wars The Clone Wars does get the George Lucas seal of approval. And it's coming from so very important. I I don't think it's that important. I just think it's pretty cool because he hasn't really said too much about the sequel trilogy. And everyone's like, well, you know, like, what do you expect? Like, Disney ruined Star Wars. And I'm like, well, no, they didn't. I it's mean, everyone's on, on George Lucas's side now, but everyone hated him after the last trilogy. Yeah. And that's the thing I don't like. Like, don't love this man and his, if you can't love this man at his worst, do not love him at his best, even though, quote unquote, his best came before his worst. But it's like, it just doesn't make any sense. I absolutely hate it when people try to do that because um, yes, George had plans for nine films, but clearly he didn't really want to make those last three because he sold the rights to Disney and Disney's done a really good job. I mean, a, a company is allowed to make mistakes when it comes to um, acquiring a new property. They can't just, it was like, Oh, you know, everything Star Wars has to be great. No, <laughs> Like, Devin and I both listen to Eminem. Is every single album that Eminem's ever pumped out amazing? No. Venom. <laughs> venom, Venom, Venom. <laughs> but it's like, I mean, come on. People need to be realistic about this. Like, for sure. Like, it's cool that he, he's given the seal of approval, but I mainly wanted to put this in here because I just like talking about Star Wars The Clone Wars, and it's getting very good. I'm very sad that it's ending, but... It's I think it's for the best. And I think Disney's overall doing a really good job. They are allowed to mess up when it comes <laughs> to these properties. Star Wars is not dead. You wouldn't have you wouldn't have Mandalorian, number one. You definitely would not have um uh, Clone Wars season seven or Rogue One for a lot of people out there who like that film, or solo for God knows whatever reason. But we, I mean, there, there's still a lot of life in Star Wars. We wouldn't have the, the Kenobi series coming out. There's in and there's a female led, um, a female centric, excuse me, um, Star Wars series coming from the Russian doll creator as well. But have you, have sorry, you watched Russian doll. I am not. Is it I good? Watched, I watched it based on um, LME's suggestion recommendation on YouTube. Oh yeah, I've been I, watching I enjoyed, a lot of his videos lately. I enjoyed it. It was a it was a very quick watch. It just felt like it went by really fast, which is good. What what is it on? Is it Amazon? It's Netflix. Oh, it is Netflix. Okay, I'll definitely have to give it a watch. I've been looking for new things to watch. I don't want to just keep watching the same things over and over. I'm like, you know, we're we're in quarantine. 
yes, but you know, I want to, I want to branch out a little bit there and see, see, see what else is out there. Maybe finish Fleabag finally, but right now I've just been playing a lot of Final Fantasy VII Remake, so I'm almost done with that. So once I'm completed, you know, one, one step at a time. Once I'm done with that, we'll we'll move on to a new show to watch. And I'm, I'm I'll have to check out Russian Doll for sure. But uh, you want to take on the uh, uh, the bit of Star Wars news that I kind of left out. Mandalorian <laughs> season three, it's already happening. If we just, I just need all of the Mandalorian content. Just give me all of it. And the trailer for the the documentary series came out today. Can't can't wait for that. Yeah, no, that looks yeah, and that's coming out May fourth, as well as the season finale of Star Wars: The Clone Wars is coming out on May fourth. So, yeah, I mean, Disney cares about Star Wars. They're not just Man- Mandalorian is really like a huge jolt of energy for them. It feels like because everyone it really was. It. Yeah, and especially since this is the. Um, it there's <clears throat> excuse me there's only been really two star wars shows i mean you, you have the clone wars and you have mandalorian so this is really big for them and you know they, they said they wanted to focus on more tv centric uh star wars uh content and i think that's i think that's great T- take a breather from from the movies you know um go, go back to tv start a little bit smaller you know gain some more experience and then once they're ready to whatever you know comes out for like a next new whatever saga it may be they'll be ready for it and they have all this new you know, expanding the world um to back them up and kind of uh, prepare them for uh the next set of films so yeah yeah but that does it for the star wars news we're going to get into more of the g- generic miscellaneous uh news we actually have a lot here um that I thought was pretty interesting. So um, I'll take this first one. Uh, so AMC begins to plan uh, to stay out of bankruptcy. If those of you haven't know, uh, known uh, since the pandemic, uh, AMC has kind of been uh, going back and forth with the uh, with the threat of maybe going out of business. But it looks like they have a plan to stay out of bankruptcy. And apparently um, it sees a stock increase after uh the u.s reopening plan i don't know when that will be exactly but you know there's a whole bunch of you heard june yeah and then there was that one theater in georgia that opened like in a week or something just stupid yeah oh yeah oh yeah georgia's like you know just ready to open up their doors to everything what movies are you gonna play guy yeah, it it, it, it literally doesn't. I mean, I guess they could play older movies, but it's like all that stuff is easily accessible from your home as of right now. The best thing to do is don't go out and protest because we know a lot of people have been doing that, especially in the old OHIO. Makes no sense. But it's like just, I mean, I understand people want to go back to work. It It's very hard. It's very, it's, it's rough on a lot of people. A lot of people are, you know, applying for, um, for unemployment right now, it's it's tough for a lot of people. And no, a twelve hundred dollars stimulus check if you're a single American, it's not going to last you ten weeks. But it's, it's like th- this is this is your health. This is everyone's health. You know, we we don't want to have this thing spread. You want to prolong and bleed into next year, or even into the holidays. Like hopefully we are in the height, or you know, going into 
the climax of all this and hopefully we can you know shave this off by year's end so um did you have anything you wanted to say about amc sorry if i went on a little bit of a rant there yeah it feels like they've been going back and forth with the whole bankruptcy thing so hopefully this can kind of keep them on the plus side because we need we need our movie theaters we really do. I miss the old Dolby theaters. The IMAX, not so much. Only because their butt, their seats hurt my butt, and they're just not—they're not comfy. I just rather see a movie in Dolby. It's better. You have Dolby Vision. You have better sounds. You have the higher resolution. It's—it's it's just amazing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But you want to? Um, I, I know how much you are a Community fan. I only just started watching the show, so yeah, I started. I uh, started a rewatch recently as well. Ooh. I haven't gotten very far, but um, Joel McHale has mentioned that there's a better chance now more than ever that a Community movie can be made. Ooh. And for for those of you who are fans, of Community, their their motto throughout these years has always been six seasons in a movie. That was their plan all along. I know the Russo brothers. I've always kind of um, had that motto to to live by as far as contents. So they got six seasons done. Now we're just kind of waiting for the movie. Okay, sweet, sweet. Yeah, I don't really have too much to say about it because I'm only like a few episodes in the first season anyway. But a little piece of news just dropped breaking on Twitter. Uh, for all you Avatar The Last Airbender fans, apparently it will... Uh, all three seasons will start streaming uh, on May 15th. So that's pretty cool. Um, I've been exploring a little bit of the uh, the VPN world, Devin, the virtual private network uh, world through ExpressVPN. And I've, uh, I've it's opened up a lot of different doors for me because I actually did not only find out that Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is on Netflix in the UK, but also Avatar The Last Airbender is as well. But... Um, I just thought it was pretty interesting to kind of share that with everyone uh, really quick. So, yeah, May 15th, uh, Avatar The Last Airbender is going to be coming to uh, Netflix, uh, the entire series. So get hyped. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I know you're one super thing, hyped. Thing, yeah, one thing I am hyped about is yeah. The Lovebirds Ooh. coming to Netflix. It's nice and easy for us to watch. Yeah. May 22nd. I, May, yes. Yeah, there's a lot of things coming out in May. I'm just very excited. May is a great month. It's not only my birthday month, it's just an amazing month. And a lot of things came out come out in May. But the most exciting thing in May for me has been delayed, but that's okay. But yes, Lovebirds will be set to release on Netflix uh, May 22nd. So we'll definitely be reviewing that. Absolutely. The trailers when I, always look good. <laughs> the first time I saw it, I was not on board. But then as many times as they kept showing it in the theaters, I grown to like it. So it, it looks like a great time. So hopefully we'll have that to uh, hold us over and keep a lookout for a review for everyone out there. Yeah. Now, now your expertise. <laughs> I've, this is very exciting. Devin. This is very exciting because Fandango has acquired Walmart's voodoo streaming service. This is coming from the Hollywood reporter and I just thought I wanted to throw this in here because when, when it comes, I, I just, I love how like the, the streaming platform as of right now is a bit fragmented when it comes to where, um, depending on the studio that released the movie, you can only um, redeem that movie on certain um, 
streaming pla- or uh, video on demand platforms versus others. But I thought this was pretty cool um, just because I don't know how, uh, I mean, we all know what Fandango is, but Voodoo is, you know, Walmart's version of pretty much like um, Apple's iTunes, but it's, it's just like your, your digital library. So it looks like um, Fandango, Fandango has acquired that. Um, I got an email about this actually as well saying, you know, nothing's really going to change. Uh, when it comes to, you know, your access of your movies and whatnot, um, they are planning to do more things, which they did not mention within the email. But um, I'm really hoping they keep the disc to digital service. For those of you who don't know what that is, let's say you have an old movie lying around. Let's say you have Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets lying around on dvd you know and and you're not you're not a big physical collector like myself but you 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 want to take the movie with you on the go so voodoo has a service called disc to digital where you can scan the barcode of certain movies it doesn't work for every movie there is a uh, a certain list a lot of warner brothers properties are on this list though which is actually pretty cool um, so that also means like lord of the rings and the hobbit and whatnot but you can scan the um you can take your phone, you can scan the uh, barcode, the UPCA barcode on the back of your DVD or your Blu-ray. And you, um, I believe if, if you're up and you can essentially unlock the digital version of that movie on Vudu. So you'll have the digital version as well for, you know, when you're traveling for the holidays or what have you. So it's actually pretty nice. I believe if you're upgrading a DVD to an HD uh, digital copy it's five dollars and if you're um and if if you're um, doing the disc to digital from a blu-ray disc to um to unlocking a digital copy it would be two dollars um but i have my own little secret of <clears throat> how to get around to uh get certain movies for cheaper than expected because that's how i got the entire harry potter series on digital um, myself um, so <clears throat> we'll just leave it at that <laughs> but th- this is very very exciting just yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what Fandango adds to the service but um, I'll also take the next few things here because yeah. yes please do <laughs> Devin is not much of a Last of Us fan but well, I, I am that. I just haven't played it right well you don't have a PlayStation and you don't really like <laughs> But yes, so uh, next story here, H, uh, this actually comes, so everyone who knows, or who doesn't know, excuse me, HBO, um, Neil Druckmann, um, the game director of uh, all the Uncharted games and of The Last of Us, and the director of Chernobyl, I forgot his name, um, they are going to be uh, creating a Last of Us uh, series for HBO. And a lot of people are excited about this. I'm excited myself, but um, a lot of people I've been reading are hoping that it's not going to be a direct adaptation of the story because, I mean, you you really have to think about it. This story is already perfect, and it's meant to be played in the video game storytelling medium because Honestly, and this is just my personal opinion, I think the greatest form of storytelling 
is through video games because not only do you get the music and the cinematic shots, but you actually get to go through that journey yourself versus just passively watching it on the screen. But uh, this first story comes from Screen Rant and it talks about how The Last of Us can expand the game story by not directly adapting it because, and I, I'm all on board for this because if if it's just a beat for beat, you know, same story, nothing's changed. You don't add anything to it. It's just like, I've already played the game. Like I already know what happens. And I've seen a lot of people on Twitter saying, oh, well, you know, they, um, you know, it's like, oh, you know, it's the same thing with like comic books or, you know, other um, films, <clears throat> excuse me, books that have been adapted to TV. But the key word there is adapted. There's a lot of things in the Civil War comic books that don't happen in Marvel's, you know, um, Captain America Civil War. So it's like, it, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of like they take the title and it's the same premise, quote unquote, but it's portrayed in a different way. And that's the way I think that they should do for this. Um, and Screen Rant was saying, you know, the game is very successful, but it's kind of like, it just, it's, it's, the game is such a game changing experience in itself. And it set the bar high for video games, for what video game stories could achieve. And I don't think, that just making it a pound for pound direct adaptation is really going to work. They need to add a little bit more flavor, give us something, you know, what happens after the first last of a story or what have you. But that, that's just my two cents on it. But not only that, a little bit more news here about the, uh, the last of us HBO series series. So a lot of people have been talking about how Caitlin Dever, if you don't know who that is, she plays this Eve Baxter, on Last Man Standing with Tim Allen. She's been on the, ne the Netflix limited series, Unbelievable. If you've seen Book Booksmart, she's in that as well. Lady, she's been killing it. Girl's been killing it. She's had a great, great um, career overall. But a lot of people would like Caitlin Dever to play Ellie um, from The Last of Us. And she even says herself that she doesn't want to shut down the idea of fan casting like the chat around her because not only has she, she's already worked with Neil Druckmann before on The Last of Us because she mo-capped and was the voice for uh, Cass, uh, Cassie Drake in Uncharted 4, which is Nathan Drake's daughter towards the very end. Spoilers, he has a kid, whatever. But, um, you know, she's she, she, loves, she loves the story and there actually is a... Um, a interview with Collider that she did explaining how much she um, how much she loves it. I mean, I'll, I'll play a little bit of a clip here. So I also want to know if you've been paying attention to something else that's been circulating around the internet, and it has a little something to do with the adaptation of The Last of Us. There are a lot of people out there, even before we signed on to this call, people in the chat were like, she needs to play Ellie in The Last of Us. Have you seen that? And are you interested? Um, well, this is the first time I am being asked about <laughs> this. On, um, listen, I am a huge fan of the game. And I don't know if a lot of people know that, but I'm saying it now. I am a huge fan of that video game. I think it is 
a beautiful story. It's 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 a it's a just a wonderful narrative, and I I fell in love with that game um, when it came out, and um, I played it with my dad, and we just had the best time. Um, I'm not very good at it. I'm not. I'm not, my aim is really bad, and I. But I'm I'm working on I'm working on getting better at playing, but. Um, I love that. I love The Last of Us. I think it's an incredible story. And um, I, I obviously have been seeing the internet and I've obviously been seeing a lot of a lot of that. Um, I Neil Druckmann, I did. I worked with him on Uncharted 4. Yes. The, I think he's a, the, one of the smartest guys I've ever met and one of the sweetest and I would, I, I'm not, I'm not shutting it down. You know, I'm not shutting it down. I, I would, I would absolutely love to do that, but I don't know. I don't know where it's at yet, but I love the last of us. She just sounded so excited and she doesn't want to, you know, shut the idea down. And like I said, she's worked with Naughty Dog before when it comes to Uncharted. So it, it would be pretty, it, it would be pretty amazing if she like, I would be shocked if she didn't do it. But I know a lot of people are concerned about her age because Ellie in the games, I believe she is 13 years old. And people are saying, oh, you know, Caitlin Dever's 24. She's too young. But I mean, a lot of stories just age up. I mean, a lot of these adaptations, they normally age up the kids anyway. Um, Harry Potter is one of the exceptions because those kids were around that age. But even if you look at game of Thrones, Daenerys Targaryen and the books, she's like, she's like 12, 13 years old. Clearly Amelia Clark is not playing a 13 year old girl at the beginning of game of Thrones on the TV series. They aged her up. I believe she's eh, 17, 18 years old, but the story still stays the same. Same with a lot of the Stark children as well. They aged them up a lot because I believe uh, Ned, I mean, Rob Stark and Jon Snow were both 14 in the books. I believe they're about 18, 17, 18 years old in the uh, story or or within the series themselves. But I, I think it's a great idea. I think Caitlin should go through with it if she gets the opportunity. If not, I will be more than interested to see who uh, ends up playing Ellie and, of course, who ends up playing Joel. So... Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> All right. I'm back to my PlayStation nap. Wow. <laughs> in. All right. Take take the next story then. <laughs> Netflix staying busy, of course. Their stock is rising more than ever. It has acquired Enola Holmes. Very interesting name. Um, I don't know. I think it's a, is it a series or a movie? I want to say it's a series, but it could but be. They're, uh, they're getting... <laughs> They're getting their uh, Millie Bobby Brown, very familiar. It's a book it. series, book series. Millie Bobby Brown and Henry Cavill, who will be playing Sherlock Holmes. And Millie Bobby Brown will be her his little sister, Enola, Ooh. which is very close to Ebola. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Um, I don't really know watched too- any any um, Sherlock Holmes media, so I don't, I don't really know. I like Henry Cavill and I like Billy, Millie Bobby Brown, so... We'll see. I think that's enough to draw people in, to be honest. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I've never been a big uh, Holmes guy. Holmes and Watson is the peak. You can't get better than that. So no reason to watch anything else. Oh my god! Ah, that movie. I'm so glad we didn't see that. I'm so glad we didn't review it. Is what I'm trying to say. I can't believe it happened. 
Yeah. Wait, did you see it? No. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you saw it with your parents or not when you were when that came out. Because that came out like Christmas. Was it yeah. two years ago or something? I can't remember. I don't know. Some weird stuff. But like, whoa, man, Scoob is coming. <laughs> I cannot do this without doing a first straight face. Scoob is coming to to straight to video on demand. Zoinks. <laughs> In May. In May. <laughs> like like the, looks like they're following the, the trolls route. They're gonna, hopefully, I mean. They I made would, a lot I of would, money. I would see Scoob, but I don't want to pay $20 for it. Like, that's just not going to happen. We might have to go half and half, bro. <laughs> it's gonna be twenty, isn't it? Just like trolls, probably. That's well, it, it's it says in this article that apparently um, you you can rent it for twenty and own it for twenty five. Apparently, that's what the uh, well. It's, it says the studio announced that Scoob Movie will be coming to rent and to buy. So yeah. For renting, it'll be twenty dollars. To own, it'll be twenty five or twenty four ninety nine. You might and have to buy period, at that point. Yeah, yeah, and the rental period is forty eight hours. So, might have to. I don't know. I mean, I'd be down. I'd buy me some Shaggy and Scooby. So, that'd be pretty cool. We'll, we'll have to see it. We definitely want to review it. Um, I mean, if we end up, you know, just. Splitting it 50 50, you know, I'm pretty sure we can just rent it on Voodoo, watch it like we did for um, what was it, Kimbo Slice? No, um, <laughs> Guns of Kimbo, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, but I know how big of a Hunger Games fan you are, Devin. So why don't you take this next one? Uh, Lionsgate is making a prequel movie for the Hunger Games, which feels random and not necessary. But we shall see. I did enjoy the, the Hunger Games movies, but all of them? No. <laughs> oh, I'm just towards, towards the end, it got a got a little boring. Yeah. Well, so Hannah from Cinemania World, she's never seen the movies, and she she just binge watched literally all four books. I mean, three books slash four movies a few days ago. And she's, I was, I was very surprised that she's never, um, you know, seen the movies or at least re- read the books or if, if anything, seen the movies. And she, she loved the first two. She was saying, oh my gosh, Catching Fire is pure cinema. She absolutely yep. loved it. And then she's, <laughs> she's, <Yep. laughs> and then, yeah, then she watched, well, it, third one's Mockingjay. Yeah, Mockingjay part one and two. And she, I don't know if she regrets it. But she did not have a good time. <laughs> I don't even remember them. They're just so forgettable. Apparently, the um, the Steelbook collection is coming to Target for 50 bucks uh, sometime in May. But I already have them on digital. So thanks to, thanks to my to my Voodoo uh, Dist to Digital uh, services, I was able to get the movies uh, digitally for $2 a pop. So. There you go. <laughs> With my uh, methods. <laughs> but, all right. So that pretty much does it for the miscellaneous uh, news or the, um, yeah, the the miscellaneous, uh, yeah, the miscellaneous news here, excuse me. And we got a little bit of gaming news, and then we're going to wrap up here. Uh, we don't have any fan questions this week, sadly, but that's okay. We'll get some more uh, later down the road. But 
Um, Devin, there's been a switch outage. And we all we we've known this for a while, but I know you just you you ended up selling your switch. So do you want another switch? No. <laughs> Are you sure? We can play Smash Brothers, we can stream I Animal Crossing. Smash. Animal Crossing seems lame, but everyone loves it. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what the appeal to that game is. I think it's just more of, you know, it's, it's for the for the casuals, the casuals. But for those of you who don't know, if you don't know already, um, Nintendo Switches have been completely sold out, like literally everywhere, thanks to this bot that this one guy created that pretty much people are buying Switches and, you know, essentially just trying to take advantage of the pandemic and the situation that's going on which doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever i would love to get a switch myself i had one for a while and i really want to play smash brothers <laughs> i want to stream smash brothers i want to stream pokemon but apparently uh since there's been an outage for a while uh, nintendo is trying to uh attempt to boost the switch output demand um, so apparently they're, they're in heavy production with trying to make pump these out for everyone to have more, you know, so, so there's more consoles for people to actually buy at a normal price at $300 versus I've seen literally like six, $700 bundles or just switches on like walmart.com Devin. I'm not yeah, kidding. There's actually a very similar thing happening with VR, uh, specifically the Oculus quest. It's, uh, there's no supply for the demand that there is and it's being sold for like twice and three times as much. Everyone yeah. wants to escape reality during the quarantine. I actually did get an Oculus Quest like a few days ago. Did I've you been, really? Been VRing it up. Ooh, Beat Saber. Yeah. yeah. I've been playing a lot of beat. We've been playing a lot of Have beat you really? Saber. I didn't oh I didn't know you got Beat Saber, man. I really want to play that. It's very like, fun. I really my mom, my dad and sister also are enjoying it, so that's nice. Okay. All right. I also I also downloaded um Vader Immortal and I haven't started it yet, but I'm sure it'll oh, be a good God. time. You're gonna face against the Dark Lord himself, the, yeah. the, the baddest mofo on the planet. Or just the, the just the idea of having a lightsaber in your hands, just hell yeah. <laughs> Oh, that'd be amazing. Like, oh, I, I don't know what I would do with myself. Like, I would be scared, but like really excited at the same time. But um, so moving on, uh, we have a little bit of Xbox news here. Uh, apparently, so Xbox is coming out with two consoles this coming up generation. There's a Series X, and apparently there's a Series S. I wish the names were a little bit different. Their, really their naming is so bad. It really is, but their consoles are so good, so I, I really don't even care. But yeah, they should have named it something else. What the hell but is Lockhart? Like X that is like the lesser version of the new console, next-gen consoles coming out. Um, so apparently there's like a new headset in an in a Xbox event in May um, that they plan on doing. A lot of things are happening in May. Yeah, um, there was also a, a leak that had you very excited because there was Halo and Fable. Yeah, oh, I miss Halo. I mean, I, I miss Fable so much. I really do. And I know a lot of people didn't like Fable 3. It's one of my guilty pleasure games. But the game's garbage and it's terrible. But I love it. And I'm hoping it comes back. Please, Bill Spencer, hear my prayers. Because this man <laughs> needs some new Fable in his life. Or at least 
give me Fable 2 on PC because it still hasn't come out yet. And I'm just hoping for it. So hopefully, I don't know. But yeah, a lot of these um, rumors come from uh, Windows Central. Apparently there is a new uh, wireless headset. It looks pretty nice and sleek there as well. So um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I know we're not probably going to pick these up, but it is kind of getting me excited to talk about these new consoles. I'll definitely, definitely pick up a PlayStation 5. But um, apparently, since, you know, Xbox will not be attending E3, it looks like they're going to be having some kind of Xbox event in the spring. Again, this is more of just a uh, speculation or rumor. Um, but we don't know too much about the console. Well, we know everything about the console. We don't know much about the games, and that's what matters. We know there's two games coming out. We have Halo Infinite, supposed to launch for the Xbox Series X, and then the new Hellblade Senua 2 as well. But um, they also released the new logo that I know Devin doesn't really care for. I think it looks nice. It's pretty simple, but it looks nice. It's. I think we could have designed it. <laughs> yeah i honestly think anyone could have designed that that logo it's i mean it is very very simple i know warner brothers has gone the simple route with their logo as well um you know it's it, i guess it's just all the new rage man i i couldn't even tell you but um you have any other thoughts comments concerns about the xbox series x or the logo we'll see hope they succeed all right. Well, that about does it for our news uh, roundup this week, everybody. Um, so we know we didn't do a review last Sunday. Uh, we didn't really tweet about it either because we were going to do the season eight Tiger King. I'm uh, not season eight episode eight Tiger King review, but Devin watched it. I wasn't really clamoring to watch it, especially after Devin's like, yeah, it's not really worth reviewing. So we just didn't do it. But we have our news show from last week. That is up on the pod. Um, but we do have a little bit of a release schedule. Uh, we'll see. This is something I kind of just came up with that I thought that we can review. You know, we'll, we'll, so we have the Willoughby's uh, that came out yesterday on Netflix. We will be reviewing Extraction this week, I believe. I believe, unless, yeah. I mean, if you want. <laughs> yeah, it comes out tomorrow. Yeah, it comes out tomorrow. Uh, the Chris Hemsworth action movie. And then um, there's a new movie coming out to Netflix as well called Hollywood on May 1st. That actually looks very interesting. So definitely have to check that out. Um, hopefully we can review that. Um, we are going to be doing Star Wars, The Clone Wars Season 7 um, review. Uh, Devin's still uh, TBA or, you know, I, I don't know what he's doing over there. I'm really hoping he joins us. Um, I don't know if that's going to come out May 4th, but... Um, we do have a few special guests that will be coming on to uh, this show to talk about uh, Season 7 of Star Wars Clone Wars. Don't want to give it away yet because, you know, we'll wait for the proper time. It's, you know, we, we still got a few weeks left for that. And uh, we plan on doing a Rick and Morty Season 4 review, Devin and I, of course. Um, and we also will be reviewing, uh, doing a HBO uh, Max review. Uh, probably within that first week of it coming out. So we have a little bit of time to uh, get to know the new streaming service, the, the new big man on campus. And the so, Lovebirds is in there as well. Oh, that's right. Of course, yes, the Lovebirds as well. So we will be uh, reviewing that. So that's kind of like yeah, a maybe, release. Maybe Scoob if we feel like paying. Like, we got to do it, man. 
think about the chip not yeah i i i'll do it but yeah we'll figure it out when that time comes <laughs> for sure but that's pretty much kind of like a um a release schedule window just a few things that i had in mind that i think we're uh we're definitely going to be uh you know reviewing here on the podcast but again, for everyone listening, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, Anchor, YouTube, Podbean, and iHeartRadio. And again, Devin, thank you as always for being my co-host uh, for this week. And uh, we will see you guys. Make sure to uh, check out our review of the Extraction uh, Netflix movie review starring Chris Hemsworth. So that would be pretty interesting. That will come up. Uh, be releasing this uh sunday and uh this will already be up coming out uh uh tomorrow on friday so i believe that does it devin uh do you want to say a last few last words to our listeners before we head out here we got to watch the nfl draft hopefully we'll get some uh some good recruits this year because thank god football has not been canceled yet yeah. Well, I don't want to say yet. Thank God football has not been canceled. <laughs> but yeah, I believe that does it. So we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.